shout out to Farrier Box. Uh, we've had Shannon from Farrier Box get involved with us, and that has been great. We get to offer you guys a 25% off of your first like subscription to the box. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty cool deal because it is it's good stuff. That's that's the coolest yeah. part about it. Each time I get one, I'm like, yeah, you I get something like cool, like in this box. <laughs> you know, the cool thing is, like, you could be having, like, say, you're shopping online or whatever, and you're like, oh, maybe I want to try that, maybe I want to try that, but you never really want to like push through and get it. Well, they're gonna send. You know, you never know. If you might get it, you might not, but you're gonna get that item and be like, oh goddamn, they got it for me. Now I get to try it, see if you yeah. like it. And most of the time, there's always not so gonna... many options of things. Of so like this month, there was a sandbox. Well, yeah. or and it was like a foot finishing box. Well, there's like a, there's quite a few of them on the market right now. But like yeah. this is the one that we all, that all the top competitors use. This is the good one. So you aren't yeah. screwing around trying to figure out or wasting money on what one thing for. She gets advice from top top cans. So it's yep. like everything in it is sweet and is what people are actually using. Not gonna so get like some the, hokey pokey equipment. No, this one came like it. it this last wow. box was perfect for this time of year. Welcome everybody to another episode of Forging Brains podcast, and I think we could just say sorry. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, and we're sorry. <laughs> we're, it's springtime. It's just been crazy busy, and so we've been behind a little bit trying to get episodes out, but we're here. We're we're still we're still recording episodes. And moving on with it. It's also hard to try scheduling stuff this time of year with other farriers to try to do podcasts just because everybody's freaking loaded right now. Yeah, a lot of people we've asked lately, one's getting ready for his son's graduation. And then, you know, we've been, you went gone on a hunting trip. I was on a fishing trip. It's just complicated. Adds up. Still trying to live life. And, we still are super new at this, so we're trying to figure this out and how to keep ahead of it and stuff like that. It's kind of like real life sometimes. <laughs> well, it is real life that you're like, we got some episodes in the bank. We're doing all right. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, man, we burned through those episodes in the bank faster Fast. than you think. <laughs> yeah. And you get some shit done, and then you're like, oh, fuck, we got to record some podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, we're, we are rich with episodes. You're like, yeah. We're about to be homeless. So we might, might want to look at Pick it up We're a about bit. to go to Portland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no joke. How's you been, man? What do you you went on a fishing trip? I saw that. How'd that go? It was fun. It was really fun. Uh, we didn't catch as many fish this year as we did the last few years, but uh, it was still a good time. A lot of good sun. A lot of good beers. Yeah. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it is so easy to get like. You start, especially on a boat, you're drinking the beers pretty fast because you don't want to spill your beer and you're doing things. A lot of times you're anchored off, but the weather was so nice this year compared to like years and prior where like we'll have like one nice day and then it'll be like, it's still early, so it's still May, right? So it's still fucking, this year was like 80 degrees, so you're like, oh, it's summertime. Pounding beers, just sitting in a boat. Yeah, like years prior, you're just... We're like always like bundled up in our sweatshirts and jeans and stuff. And this year we're like shorts and tank tops and trying not to get sunburned. Oh, you yeah. got sunburned though, huh? I did a week, two weeks before that, dude. And like I was so sunburned, I'd go out to the forge and make shoes. Uh, it was a week after I got sunburned, and my arms would blister up all the <laughs> way up from getting 
close to the fire, dude. Like it was so bad. Like it was a Friday, so it was a, literally a week after. I'd get near to the forge, and all of a sudden my arms would start itching. So I'd itch them, and then like they'd feel wet, like sweat, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's weird." And like they'd be like these little blisters, like all the way up my arms, all the way to my shoulders. I forget did it two what that's days called. in a row. Huh? I forget like. Like not what I forget what it's called, but like that's like a, a like a degree of burn. You know what I mean? Like I actually thought it was second degree bar- burn. Yes, yeah, I'm saying like when it's blistering like that, I think it is. I don't. I forget which one it is, but it's it was gnarly towards, towards the serious side. It's crazy because it was a whole week later, a whole week later that I was getting next to the fire and it was blistering <laughs> up. And my, literally, it was like my whole arms all the way up to my shoulders, dude. It was nuts. <laughs> oh man. And my arms are still kind of like peeling from it. And I made sure I bought like some 50 SPF for the trip. And I was like, I am not burning myself and like fucking up this trip. You were caked up. Oh, yeah. Spraying. Oh, we even <laughs> pranked. We were kind of like pranking one of the guys. Uh, it was his first trip with us. And one of the guys, his wife does the uh, get up on stage like body fitness stuff. And she uses like the spray tan, you know, to like yeah. they gotta look dark on there. And we grabbed a bottle of that, and we kept telling Sam, we're like, dude, you're looking burnt, you're looking burnt. We were just spraying this bronzer, just caking him, making him look black. <laughs> it like just tw- keeps getting worse. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're burning, we gotta spray you. And we just like bronze him down. And he didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good. Dude, it's but you wear shorts like pretty often just working though, don't you? I actually like I go get in the shower and my legs are like tan, like I got like shower tan. Or like a leg tan. It's weird. It's early, that's, it's only May. That's that's not common for horseshoers. No. <laughs> like whatsoever, dude. My legs are like a ghost. Yeah, I wear short I'll be wearing shorts probably till September now. And that's I saw the other day you posted like a video and you were wearing shorts shoeing. Oh yeah, I sh- shoeing shorts pretty much now that it's hot all the way till fall time when it starts cooling down. You gotta wear no jeans. Way. Oh yeah, man, no better way. I, I mean, if it's it. raining, I'll put some pants on, but it's not gonna really rain much. No. Sketches no, you out? Not. Yeah, sketches me out, dude. I just feel exposed. I don't know. I mean. I don't. I won't do anything somewhat work related in shorts. No shit. Yeah. No at all. As 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 most as I get as wild as I get in shorts, and if I'm wearing <laughs> shorts, I'm not gonna wear shoes. I'm wearing sandals. Going to the creek. Yeah, but like camping, I'll cut fire with a chainsaw and stuff in my shorts and sandals. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> but not shooting. Fuck no. <laughs> no shoeing, man. See, I, I would feel so weird just showing up and walking out of my truck in shorts like here I am. Shorts. But I all. feel that way like <laughs> seeing guys in tennis shoes. Like you see guys shoe horses in tennis shoes and I'm like oh, I'll fuck. Do that. I feel I'll so vulnerable horses. that way. I'll shoe horses in vans. Nah, I, I used to years ago, but I don't know. I'm fast. That's what trips me out. Is like I can shoe horses, but I have my boots on still and feel fine. Oh, see, but, like, like seeing you wear the boots and shorts, you're like, yeah, that fits. I feel like if I walked out wearing <laughs> shorts and boots, I'd be like, get this guy to the mental hospital. What is he doing out here? <laughs> Thing is, you don't know until you try it. Old, old Bill forgot his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shame. 
and, and I, I don't i don't wear normal shorts though either like, oh like you, short ones yeah you've seen my short cell where like in the hotel room like brian oh, yeah. thinks i'm naked all the time i wear like <laughs> the, the little shorty short like the running shorts yeah no they gotta be like kind of like cargo work type shorts you know like dickies working man shorts working man shorts <laughs> working man you've been shooing a shit ton of horses then yeah, I mean, uh, kind of what I've been doing is since I wanted to drive so much more, I've been bundling my days up, you know. So I, when I'm up there, then I'm working more, but it's leaving me like a day off each week now. So I was gonna ask you that of how it's been adjusting, like that you you gotta drive so much more for your clients. Do you live in a whole different area now? Yeah, uh, pretty much gotten used to just taking me two hours to get home now. Really? Yeah. And it's only a matter of 38 miles. So <laughs> it takes you about two hours to get to your first client? No, morning time will be about an hour, hour 15. Way okay. home will be two hours traffic. But you have a solid three hours. Of driving. Driving every day. I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, fucking Tuesday. I shot three horses took me three and a half hours. I shod those three horses faster than I drove all day. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude. Thankfully, like, two of them reset. I only had to put new shoes on one. But Yeah, cruise through it. Yeah, it was pretty quick, swift. Everyone behaved, and they are all in one spot. And I spent more time driving <clears throat> that day. Hard. Yeah. I mean... I don't I don't mind driving sometimes. Thankfully it paid for it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's worth it or yeah, you wouldn't just wouldn't be going. But it's 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 still hard. Especially it's hard like because you can't do a whole lot while driving. No. Podcasts. You can you listen know? to them. But listen it's like for you like you couldn't even be like editing. No, there's been some days well, dude, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, there was a crash on I-90, and I was headed to my first appointment. It was about like 8.30 in the morning, and there was a crash up there. I literally sat in on 18 from 8.30 to 12.30 is by the time that I got a matter of 10 miles. Whoa. And, dude, You're it was a day I was like, fuck. I w huh? You're almost out of fuel, I bet. <laughs> nah, 40-gallon tank, but... Uh, <laughs> I wish I would have had my computer with me that day, because yeah. I could have. It was yeah, it was fucked. Sat there for four hours. Dude, when I was an apprentice, and I was riding with Scott Norgard. Norgard lived like two, a little over two hours, like good, like in traffic-free driving. He lived on the other side of Portland, almost to Washington. Shit. From me and. I'd go up there just to practice with him and stuff because he's the only guy that was like good at making shoes and stuff. So I'd go practice with him. And mm -hmm. one time driving home, there's a big wreck in Portland, like at five o'clock, which like traffic is like already bad and still there, anyways. And I almost ran out of fuel. Really, dude? I drove that green V10. Oh yeah, that Dodge. gas guzzler, dude. It was just sitting there, and like I was turning it off every like every time we'd stop, oh. again. like because I was so nervous. Like I only had like a half a tank in it, and like we sat there. And it sucked it half a tank, 
dude, we were there for like, like literally five or six hours. Oh shit! And it was just like in a, such a horrible spot that like there was no exits for quite a while. Yeah, you're stuck <clears> in all between. Those, all those exits were all crammed up, so there really wasn't a way to get us yeah, out that's of there. Fucked. Yeah, dude, it was it was the worst. It's like a lose lose situation. So now you run out of gas and you're in the middle lane. So there's already a wreck ahead of you. Now you got some guy that's ran out of gas. <laughs> you're causing a double. Like, what do I do? I'm gonna feel like such an asshole just sitting here in the middle. There's nothing I can do about it. It's like you're like, hey man, you got a hose? We gotta gas? siphon some gas. <laughs> Dude, that was my 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 big my first thought was like, I'm gonna find a guy with a fuel cell. Oh man, hopefully. Get, like hopefully I find a guy with a cell. And hopefully tank. it's not diesel. I don't, yeah, I mean, at this point, put anything in this son of a bitch, see how far we can get it, <laughs> like, no man, shit. I was so, I was so, so nervous, but, like, thankfully, it got moving, like, just before, and I was on E when it started really flowing. Oh, really? Yeah, that's and usually I, the way I, to go. And I got to a freaking gas station, thankfully, I didn't run out. But. I'm always, like, super kind of, I don't know, though, for five and a half, like, a half tank, you'd think it'd be fine, but, yeah, if I would... You would think, but like also, dumb kid, like I didn't start thinking about running out till I hit like a quarter. And then I'm like, whoa. You've been sitting there for fucking two and a half hours. You're like, surely it's got to start moving eventually. It's hot. I'm just sitting there with the AC on, hanging out. Then all of a sudden you're like, uh oh. Uh oh. I better start getting in conservation mode. You can't necessarily (laughs) know in that situation. I don't think, you know. I do now. I get <laughs> now, now I'm all nervous about it. Before I hit a highway or freeway, I'm like, we gotta fuel up. Dude. Yeah, we that's how I am. Extra. We need some extra before we can I hit go. quarter tank and I'm like, alright, I gotta get fuel. Like I don't wanna run out. I got bad about it there for a little bit because I just like don't drive my dodge a bunch. Like during the winter time especially, a bunch of the clients go to trims. Oh and yeah. So uh, I'll just drive the forerunner. Yeah. To go do my trims. I don't know if a lot of people do that, have like two separate rigs for like trim days or shoeing days, but I haul a trailer to shoe out of, and so it's cheaper to just throw just throw a hoof stand in my apron in the forerunner, <clears throat> go and it's easier to get around and go bop around like that instead of driving my dually. Yeah. And like man, I totally lost where I was going with that. What were we talking about? Changing rigs to like uh, trim and shoe out of. Yeah, but before that, we were talking about running out of fuel. Like it sits there with no fuel in it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the Dodge, the Dodge, I barely drive it, and so I got in and drive it one day, and it was low on fuel, and I didn't really think much about it. Well, then my water and the fuel light came on. Oh shit! <clears throat> and I'd just been driving it so little and keeping it underneath a half a tank. That the tank yeah. has so much dead air in it to cause condensation and everything that it no just... Oh, shit. Dude, it had a ton of water in it. At least it was a plastic tank and not metal and rusting up. That is very true. I didn't even think about that. No, <laughs> yeah, it is a plastic tank, but it, like... I, I had a ton of water in the fuel system. That's crazy. Like, you know when you <clears throat> when you open up your little, like, uh, the fuel filter and you let, like, mm-hmm. let it bleed out? Yep. It filled up like a whole mason jar of water. And it was maybe 10%. Fuel. Does your Dodge, does it have a bleed off valve for water? Yeah, it's in that filter. Just like right oh, that's right. Yeah, it's on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you like flip this yellow toggle and let it bleed out. 
Yep. And it's just it was just bad maintenance on my fault that I was keeping a low on fuel because I was like, well, I'm barely driving it. So I but you also to... don't know until you've experienced it, right? Yeah, and like live and learn. Like when I like when I'm driving it a bunch, well, I, I'll do the oil maintenance like a lot. And like I do it at the at the mileage, not at just time. Yeah. And so I hadn't put very many miles on it, but I should have already changed the fuel filter just on time. Yeah. So I'll change the fuel filter every time I change the oil filter. And That's well, usually... when you do that, you bleed it out and you get all the water out of there. Yep. So kind of screwed myself. Figured figured that out. A little you bit. live and you learn, though. You yeah. live and you learn. Keep keep her on the full side. It's it so... really is cheaper, even when you're broke. Yeah. It, uh, some I've actually been thinking about actually is uh, got a friend. He's going to be selling a van that's already kitted up and. Um, so I'm probably going to be selling my trailer here in the next few months. So that way I can not have to put so many miles on the truck and just use that as use a different shoeing rig. <clears throat> like a little sprinter van. Yeah. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. So that's a different route, I guess. I mean, making payments on the truck, but fucking racking so many miles up on it. You know, why torture it? How many's it? on it right now? Uh, fuck, I'm almost going to hit 140 now. How old is it? 18 five years old five years old yeah that's about double the average (laughs) i bought it two and a half three years ago and i put 100k on it now it's crazy that is so wild to think it's crazy it's so easy to do though yeah yeah like i had my uh like going to practices and stuff like that just shooting every day yeah, if we go somewhere, like, for the weekend, like, we take my truck, you know, if we travel somewhere, or, yeah, just racks up quick. Oh, yeah, that's, like, we bought that Forerunner, and it's the first thing we ever bought new, and so, like, you, you there's no, like, delusions to it, like, how many miles are on it, though, are all you. Yeah. And that's, just... we, we got it, we're like, yeah, we probably won't put over 10,000 on it a year. We'll be we'll barely drive. It's like, man, we've had it for a little over a year, and it's got 25,000 on it, I think. And you also think, like, oh, it's brand new. It's Nothing's going to happen, so we know we're going to be dialed driving this thing, you know? I, 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 would do, I do drive it a lot, a lot more than I should. That's <clears throat> The worst is I take it hunting more than I should. <laughs> so I've put, like, numerous dead things whole in the back of it. <laughs> I think it was, like, a week old, and I put a dead bear in the back, back of that thing. <laughs> At least Chelsea's good with it. <laughs> yeah, like, you can to a tell. Degree. Like, we even put her deer in there. Like, yeah. it, was just, it was just, like, a rush. We were just driving around, and I was just dumb, and I didn't bring a tarp. Oh, God. So like we shoot this deer and I'm like, well, fuck, where are we gonna put it? It's like I'm like I really don't want to be the dude with the deer on the hood of the car. You do the uh, the Tommy boy, yeah. Like I I thought I was like I'm just gonna tie it to the hood of the car. Like they did that in the back in the day all oh, the yeah. time. Station but wagons, like, man. But they had way stronger hoods. True that. True that. Way stronger. So I was like, I can't do that. I'm gonna put it. I'm like thing will buckle almost it. if you put a beer on it now. Yeah, and then I was like, maybe I'll put it on the roof. And then it's like the roof was the same thing. There was like barely any roof rack there. It's like I'm gonna dent the shit out of the roof too. So it's yeah. like we just ended up pulling out like jackets and backpacks and game bags and just laid, laid them all down in the back and just 
tucked her in there <laughs> or him I, in there. speaking of actually i didn't hear about your uh your bear hunt yet i was kind of waiting to do this to hear about it dude that was the craziest hunting trip and where did you go again well so this is the thing about hunters gavin we don't like to tell people where we're going because <laughs> then we don't then people will be there <laughs> when uh, we go when we what go state back, we went to idaho I'll tell you that one. We went to Idaho. We went up a river to a very close to a wilderness area. If that's Did, even, that's probably more information I probably should yeah, say. Yeah, that's really. not very hard to figure out. <laughs> it still but, is. There's a lot of um, good rivers in Idaho. but You did it on a bachelor party, though, didn't you say? Yeah. So this guy, Austin. I met Austin probably like five years ago, I think now. Maybe four years ago. And is when I first moved to this area that I'm in now and I had a spring bear tag here and I was just driving around trying to figure the area out and stuff. And I, this guy was on the side of the road and it's funny. You can tell dudes that are a little more serious than other people when they're hunting like how they're going about it and stuff. And I drove by this guy and I was like, man, that guy looks like he's actually hunting. Like he looks like he's actually knows the area a little bit. And so I backed back up and I started talking to him. We talked to each other for like 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to this other area over here if you want to go with me. And we hang out. It's like, dude, we've been buddies, hunting buddies ever since then. That's a good friend then. Because it's hard to find somebody. You can't just get along. You also have to have almost the same hunting style. Yeah. And the style of hunting that me and him like isn't a hunting style a lot of other people like it requires work like a mm-hmm. ton of, we like we like to like walk in really far ride our bikes in really far go to these areas where we're not going to see people and we're going to see a lot of game that's never seen anybody like that's yeah we we enjoy it it's a fun thing not a guided kind of deal off the road no yeah and it's like i hunt off the road too still you know like with chelsea me and chelsea go it's a completely different hunt we're gonna go and blast from the rig and stuff and try a little more accessible areas but mm-hmm. it's fun every once in a while getting these crazy style hunts out of your system and so austin just likes that type of system deal and so this he's getting married i'm gonna be in his wedding as one of his groomsmen and this was his idea for his bachelor parties that we were gonna go on this spring bear hunt it's the first and time I've I ever heard of a bachelor party that was a hunt. Dude, to me too. I, I, I heard of it if any of that else doing it. How that's many dudes went on it with you guys? Eight. Yeah, that's a big group to go hunting too. On like, I would Dude, think. That's and a bunch of guys that I didn't know. Oh no shit! You hadn't met most of them. No, I I knew Austin and uh-huh. one of the other guys going. He's in town here and he's my taxidermist and my buddy. Like, oh, I know I know Ryan great. And then I'd met Austin's brother one other time. And that was on like a little weekend backpacking trip that we were doing to like check out a new area. Yeah. And so it, it was like, I knew them, but then like, I didn't know any of the rest of the guys. And so of did course, you guys like, just all pile around all eight of you going to the same spot or how'd you guys do that? We'd split up. We'd split, split up. up. Yeah. But it was like already like a little weird dynamics going into it. He's like, you know me, I'm just like, we had like a group text going, you know, and I'm like already kind of talking shit before I met any of these guys. And I'm just like, that's it. One time I was like, I better chill out till they meet me, till they like know yeah. that I'm actually <laughs> Figure joking. it out. Like texting isn't the greatest way to like break people your fucked up sense of humor. Yeah. Especially if you don't use emojis. 
Oh, and I don't. I have no idea how. To, like, I barely <laughs> use. Uh, I use the uh, the laughing one mostly, but that's usually about it. The or the emoji, thumbs up. The, the emoji I use the most is the cheers one. The two beers, beer mugs yeah. going together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we four of us got there early, and we just kind of hiked into an area and checked that out. That was like first initial look there. It's like. How the hell are we gonna get to anything here? It was That's just kinda, it was just yeah. straight up and down. It's gnarly. There is cliffs like everywhere. Just like bam, 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 bam. It's like, what are you what are you doing? Like <laughs> we split up from each other. It was like me and Ryan was our first time being there. And, was, and Ryan has hunted a ton. And we were both just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> why why are we even looking across this like how do we get over to the other side it's got walked top to 2,000 feet down and then 2,000 feet that was the no you would think like there wasn't really connected ridges oh no shit think, just you drop would think off. like oh this ridge goes around you get there and it's like nope goodbye yeah disappears yeah so you gotta like backtrack try to find a different way to go there it, it was a trip the first night we heard wolves howling across from the river from us yeah i remember the first time you came to service a couple days later you were like yeah i saw my first wolf or almost got killed by a wolf or something <laughs> dude and then it's like the second day we're walking down this road this like old logging road because we just like hunted a different area till we got near the other guy found met up with the other guys that's the other thing i was wondering because there's no service so how did you guys know where you guys were or did you guys have like a coordinated plan to meet up here at this time there's this app called Onyx. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, I know that. It, you download everything. So we know where we are mm -hmm. the whole entire time. We have downloaded a map. And then, like, most of us now have Garmin's. And we have Garmin has this thing called InReach. And so, okay. like, I have, a, I have a handheld GPS just for my dog that I run. So when I'm running my dog, I can see where he is all the time. Yeah, you showed me that. And so that has a thing on it that has, like, Garmin InReach. So, like, we can message through satellite. We can send text messages back and forth. So, like, even though I don't no have shit. any phone service, I'm texting Chelsea the whole entire time. Oh, wow. I did not know you could it, do that. And it also on there has an SOS. They're like, come save me. Yeah. Okay. And they, so, yeah, the second day, dude, we're, we're fucking walking down this road. And the two guys already walked past us. And we're, like, kind of on a ridge. And there's a little grassy meadow off to one side. Uh -huh. all, of a, all of a sudden, dude, just like a flash catches out of my eye. And it's just like, I've seen a ton of coyotes. Like, yeah. I've, like, I've been very close to them. Like, I've trapped coyotes and seen, I've seen a lot. I know what they look like. And I just instantly, like, that's not a coyote. We've already been seeing wolf tracks going down this road and everything. And they're on the smaller side, but it's like still like, definitely not coyote tracks. Yeah. And it's just a gray wolf, dude. And he jumped up from like 20 yards and trotted out to like 80 yards and just turned broadside and, and he didn't like, once like come like look back did he look back at you guys no i bet no i bet yeah he yeah he turned broadside like turned sideways and just stared back at me and just like yeah. sitting there looking at me and then never sh once over tried the to be like aggressive or nothing like that no though. i think he was asleep like i think like the first guys might have stirred him up a little bit walking by him and then yeah. when I got right next to him, he was like, "Whoa, what the heck is this?" Like jumped he just up jumped, and jumped up and started moving away. But he never, he didn't like coyotes will put their head down and spring away, or they'll bounce a little bit. And like this dude just trotted like a heavy German Shepherd. Just damn. 
trotted have all you, over. It was cool. Have you seen wolf shit before? Is it like big, like a fucking dog turd, or is it like yeah. coyote shit? No, it's big. It's still pointy though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like I was kind coyote of coyote turd. They're kind of pointed up on the end, but yeah. it's it wasn't like a huge wolf or anything. But it was definitely like right away. You're like, that's a wolf. Yeah, it's not that's a really, yodi. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's, uh, I was I was pumped to see that thing. We just we don't have them all the way over. Like we have them around here, and I've seen one in my area two years ago from like two hundred yards away. Yeah. But to see one that close was just it kind of awesome. got your heart thumping though. I bet, huh? A little bit, but not really. Like it was like that happened later. Like afterwards, I was like, wow, that Holy happened. Shit. Like, yeah. This is really at first you're just like <laughs> you're so in the moment you're like okay and you think about it you're like holy Sweet. shit we just saw a wolf oh yeah yeah it was dude I wanted to see the more of them the whole entire time we were there is but it we it's totally legal to shoot wolves though ain't it yeah you could, I and then I was a bummer was like I could have got a wolf tag oh they but give yeah, out wolf tags you I could have bought a wolf tag yeah like I think it was like forty bucks or something like that oh, so God it wasn't ex- even expensive but it was just like. I didn't even think we were going to see wolves. Yeah. I, nothing. And, like, my backpack, my gun was strapped to my backpack. Like, it wasn't even somewhat accessible at the moment. Right. And I, my instant thought wasn't, like, oh, get this up. My instant thought, I turned to Ryan. I was like, Ryan, hey, look at this. This is a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was all, like, protect the wolves. It's highly illegal to shoot them and shit. No, not in Idaho. And I, I wish I would have known because it was, like, well, I did know. I wish I would have been, I would have did it where I would have bought my wolf tag, and then you pet. You also get a whole, like a become a member of this wolf control organization, and they will give you fifteen hundred dollars for your dead wolf. You don't even have to give it to them. Just to, con- you just have to t- show them a confirmation from the fishing game one. that you killed one. No they'll way. Give you, they'll give you fifteen hundred bucks. So, so there's that many. I made money on the trip. So there's that many wolves in, in Idaho then that... Oh, yeah. And they're doing that much harm to the elk and to the deer. So there's this organization that's got a bunch of funding. And so they'll pay 1500 bucks for your time. That's crazy. And then, so then the next day, <clears throat> we met up with the guys with the boats. These guys oh, had... yeah. These two... 24 foot jet boats that did they have the enclosed cabins oh yeah whole things these That's in like sick. the big center center yeah, yeah. like captain seats with just two sticks so one oh, sticks, where he was driving from yeah one sticks yeah, a throttle one sticks the steer yep. like you, you, you see him on youtube right oh yeah I've seen a oh, bunch of them that's where we were those we went the- up this thing. That river is normally at like eight thousand CFMs. It was flowing at thirty, like thirty-two thousand or something like that when we went up oh, it. The snow melt, dude. It was like the boat that I was in is a supercharged LS. Yeah, I was wondering thing, if he had two on there, or just one. Just one. He and just that's one. like when we were leaving. Like some of the guys are like, it's kind of a double boat day. Yeah. <laughs> we're leaving two single boats loaded yeah like we got we got a, a lot of hunting gear in these things that's sick it, dude it that thing was standing up on the end of the wave like barely crawling forward through it <laughs> oh uh, that would have been so fun dude it it, it was a black because like 
the dude was a good driver. You know what I mean? The guy is like, both of them are good captains, so they like picked their lines going up it. Yep. And you could tell like they would knew they knew which rapids they could fuck off in. And they and knew they, they have to be con- like to get to that point. They gotta be confident in themselves <clears throat> as drivers, but also to know the river if they're gonna even put themselves because like those boats ain't cheap. A little bit. So one guy was definitely that way. The other guy, I rode up with one guy, and he his boat was pristine. Yeah, everything was nice on it. He was very selective of his lines. Like growing up with a crab boat, okay, like you know, you come up on a wave, you don't just keep throttling off the wave. That becomes a ramp. Yeah. You get to the top of the wave, you bled get off, let. and then you mm-hmm. crawl over the other side. Keep the boat level. Yeah. That's how that guy was. Right oh, yeah, down yeah, yeah. with the other saying. guy. Whoa. He's he there to was, party. <laughs> yes. Like he was showing us videos of him on his mini jet boat and stuff going up slot like snow spanks and slides and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm riding home with you. This is <laughs> wild. Like it, it was, I put that video on my Facebook of like wave just goes over the boat. Yeah. Completely. Like we go through this rapid and he just puts it right down the middle of it. That's why I was wondering if they had the enclosed cabins because like I've seen the videos or whatever. The whole bottom of the boat sealed off. So like the whole like hole, you know, bow, motor, and everything like that is mm-hmm. all sealed up. So you stay not buoyant, getting wet. So you can wash the boat out. And God, how much? How much did the? Uh, how much did you guys have to pay for the guy to guide you up there on the river and back? We had no guide. Or I mean, like pick you up or drop you off. Those guys were hunting with us. Oh no, shit! They were their boats. Yeah, we were all. Yeah, they were part of oh, the fuck. group. Oh, that's fucking handy. <clears throat> yeah, and like they, Austin had met these guys through like kind of the same happen chances of doing like met this Derek guy and Derek knew this this and just... guy and they both have sick boats. Oh fuck yeah! I was wondering if you guys had to like pay somebody to drive you up and down there, but that's even better. No, that's I'm sure a lot of people saw my picture like this was a guided hunt. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was no guided part about it. I don't recall seeing the pictures of the boats. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah, yeah. With these guys, it was just their personal boats. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. I want hey, one of them boats. I want one too. But I, <laughs> I, I think the one boat was like, like the guy that I rode down with, dude, he had that boat dented up. Like it had yeah, big old, he's like, put it in wrong. the rocks. Oh my god, you could tell when he turned a certain direction, they would kind of just like porpoise along. You're like, oh, this ain't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like they're. I think he said it was like a hundred and twenty thousand or. That's what I was saying. They're over a hundred k, dude. But sick. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> if we get some sponsors sick. for the podcast, we can start getting our own boats. Yeah, how about but... that? Hell's Canyon Hell's Marine wants to comment the bo- this is sponsor the podcast. We'll take yeah. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a boat. We'll pump. We'll pimp you out. <laughs> Dude, it was pretty sick though. That's once we got up river, we got away from all people, and we literally pulled into this first spot to check out for a beach, or like for a camp, and boom, bear right across the river, just like that right quick. away. Right you guys away, didn't man. take it though, did you? Yep, shot that bear. Oh no! <laughs> that and then so like we're sitting there, hey, me and Derek are like hanging out. The guy with the boat, we stay there. The other boat goes up river to try to find a camp, and two of the guys go up the hill to get the bear. Yeah, and like it just already was like this is the wildest hunt 
I've been on. Because, like, while they're up there getting that bear, we're seeing other bears on the hill. Oh, that quick. Dude, it is so... We saw, like, 30-something bears Holy the whole shit. trip. Thousands of elk. Yeah. Like, And so they, like, got that bear, went and found a camp, hung out that night. Next morning, got another one. Then that next day... I, I shot and missed it one because my rangefinder was all screwed up. So I shot for the wrong range. How far away are you like trying to? What's far, I guess? For uh, some you? of them are pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of you guys are shooting guns that are like, and it's, we're shooting across canyons. So but we're not on, using Bill Poor guns. Not that heavy, <laughs> but that accurate. <laughs> yeah, not, not over like the two mile or whatever. No, but it's like, you know, like, I think the farthest, the farthest bear shot was at like 800 and something. Shit, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Pretty, pretty far. far? Pretty far. My bear was at five, like 60 that I shot. Yeah. And that one, from the time we saw the bear to the time we got back to camp, it was about, it was over nine hours. Oh, damn. It took us forever to get to it yep to get it broke down because we were just on this steep hillside and then to get back out we got like one path we could follow back out through the cliffs yeah to get out of there and each one of us have 80 something pounds 90 something pounds on our backs so did you guys just kind of plan on like each taking one each day and then like helping a guy out a little bit i mean you're just trying to go for it, wherever yeah. you can get done. Just keep keep slamming through it. And you only got one bear yeah. or multiple bear? Uh, you could get two up to two each. Up to two each, damn. Yeah, and there was it definitely wasn't a lack of opportunity for the other guys not filling their tags. Oh, okay. Like we could we could have gone out of there with eight. We should have gone out of there with eight bears. Yeah. But it's just and that's like people hear that and thinks it's crazy. It's like well also that unit has about 20 bears taken for that season total we were just in no that kidding. good of a spot yeah had, like and we're doing enough glassing and enough hard hunting that we were seeing that many and that we could have taken eight like probably helps that you're able to get in there with a boat versus huge. like some people may not have that opportunity like so far away like if the terrain is the way it is like people aren't able to just easily hike in there no, there's yeah. a trail along the river that people could hike in there, but it's still it's just far. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Far. We went so far up with the boat that it's like, and it's still like, I, I was kind of a little in the delusion. It's like, we're going to get there and it's going to be, we got boats. This is going to be so simple. Yeah. But it's like, literally, <laughs> we shot that first bear across the river from the boat, pretty much. It was like, like he was on the beach, you know, when he shot it, but it was like, this isn't simple at all. That thing's no. still 3,000 feet up. Yeah. Through the cliffs. And we have to go get and then get it back down here to the river. <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't nothing about this is easy right now. I'll never forget this time. Like when I was in college, um, one of my roommates, his dad drew an elk tag in like the Blue Mountains. And <clears throat> so he went up there with his friends, his dad did or whatever, and he shot it. And he has to ride in nine miles on horses to get to the spot where they're hunting. And then we walked out, like 
So this was kind of the next day when he called us to come help him get it out, basically, because he was an older guy and basically us college kids. Yeah. Dude, we, same thing, like over fucking six peaks, you know, up, down, up, down. And we finally got to it, and there's still snow on the ground. And, like, that's kind of what's going through my head as you're explaining this. Like, it was miserable. So it's, it's that thing is called type two fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun, but it was like, God damn, this back, is work. You don't remember the pain, really. You just remember the no. fun. We had a lot. Of, we had a good time. Exactly. It, and it depends on who you're with. Yeah, there are some good friends, and yeah, dude, like, like mine, mine was a miser, a fourteen mile day, nine hours, yep. and a lot of elevation, and we were laughing the whole entire time. Yeah, like it was hilarious. Something like kind of like, like having a good time. My favorite thing to do, I guess, I don't. Some people might take it the wrong way, but like when you're out in those kind of conditions, like the way that I cope with it is like I like to bitch and whine of like how miserable it is, like fuck we got another fucking pass to go up it's gonna yeah. suck but you know i joke that's how i joke about it to get over it i'm yeah. like i just like to bitch and whine about it like but to me that's what makes it fun i do the funny. same thing just back here dying don't worry about me <laughs> exactly i'm dying like, <laughs> you could be on like your last water bottle and you know you're not gonna get any till tomorrow and be Dude, like that was us yeah, you're like, fuck, we, I hope I don't sp- drive. We split a liter of water at the yeah. bear before we walked seven <laughs> miles back. We were like, yeah. all right, I have three Starbursts. This is what we <laughs> And then it comes to the three hours later. <laughs> you got one little sip left. Oh, dude. It was like that miserable moment. We get like, like we finally got down to the river trail. We're like, all right, we just got one slurp of water left. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> then we got a long, dark walk here. <laughs> That's the way I like to make uh, trips fun, I guess. It, when it, it gets taxing, you know, mentally exhausting. Oh, dude. And that's... It, every like that's what I was saying. Every part of the little trip was just like, okay, we could die now. Like this part, we yeah. could probably die on. This part, we probably... It's like, dude, day three, when they're going up to get this one bear... Austin, the guy whose bachelor party it is, is like all of a sudden I get an inreach message and it just says, "Got a pretty good cut going. Get first aid ready." Oh no shit! And I'm like, "Well, fuck, this ain't good. Like, this ain't good at all." No. He's way up on top of this ridge and has yeah. to get all the way back down to the river. And like, and I had thought they were over there skinning the bear, and I was like, "Probably cut yourself with a knife. That's usually yeah. not good." Like, no. Usually someone's prying on something and the knife slips and just went in. And it's it's not... a good way to get infected right there. Oh, yeah. Bears have a wonderful thing called trigonosis that you do yeah. not want to mess around with. <laughs> <laughs> it is no good. And, well, he gets down to camp, camp and, like, he has it. He has a bunch of gauze packed into it and electrical tape. But he had slipped and went to go catch himself on a rock. And, like, or just catch himself with his hand, put his hand down, you know. And this rock had just like a perfect sharp edge. And just cut his cut hand? Him. Dude, all the way down his wrist. Jesus. Listening at the main vein. Dude, you could see it. Really? <laughs> Luckily, the rock was too dull. Fuck like, me. it just tore skin. It's giving me the heebie-jeebies thinking about that. It was righteous. Like, when he got to camp, he's like, this is stitch, stitch, stitch worthy. Like, very So, what would you guys do about him? 
We made him clean it. Told him not to be a bitch. Can't be a bitch in bear camp. Yeah. <laughs> you got to scrub it out. Like, this is the most important part right now. Yeah. Is get this motherfucker clean. And it so, didn't ever yeah. get to the point where you had to, like, call lifelight, essentially. No, dude. It turned out amazing. Like, so Damn. we made him clean it. Alcohol swabbed it. I'm not really afraid of blood. Either was Ryan. Ryan's a taxidermist. We had some like uh, butterfly sutures, you know, like the little clear scary strips. Yeah. And so we pulled it together each way so it would be a nice straight scar. <laughs> and we got <laughs> yeah. it all taped together and clean Chicks and nice. dig scars, you know. Dude, it's like some guys get tattoos on their bachelor parties. Austin got a gnarly scar and a bear. Yeah. So yeah. Like, it was a pretty, pretty mountain man bachelor party. And we, I, I hewed a piece of firewood. I like made it a nice little board and made him a splint for the back of his arm. Oh, I thought so you were going to say you fucking like burned it or something like. <laughs> well, that, at first, a couple, a couple of the guys like burn it, burn oh, it. And I was fuck. like, I'm just telling you, I've tried to burn a lot of horses feet that I've bled. And it don't and work it, out good. It never works. It's just blood and burnt. And the horse yeah. is pissed off. Nothing's good about it. And now you have a burn on top of yep. a cut. I don't think we should burn this. <laughs> like, we should probably not. No. But dude, we splinted it and just like kept it taped for a couple days and kept them wiping it off with alcohol pads. Yeah. And then we pulled those dairy strips off on like day three and rebandaged it. Dude, it, it looks mad. Oh, so it happened <laughs> pretty early in the trip then. Very early. Fuck. That's the last thing you want to. Dude, he was with us on my bear, like up here in the shits. And like, we kept on like, dude, don't come with us. Stay down here. You're going to fuck your hand up again. You're going to like yeah. put it down and catch it on that hand. It's going to fuck it up. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we had this guy like cradling his arm all the way up the hill. Yeah. Trying to not fuck it up. But dude, it, it made it worth it. It made it like a little extra story. Yeah. It's what makes uh, those trips kind of memorable to that point, right? Yeah. But then you get home, and reality sets in, and you're fucking behind on all your work. So that's been this past uh, week, pretty much just fucking working my dick off, trying to catch back up. It's the way she goes. So something that I've kind of been wondering about and thinking about lately is since I've been trying to get ready to go to this WCB in Edgewood, and it's kind of curious about like what some listeners would think. Do you think it's easier to like prep for a competition in springtime, wintertime, or summertime? You know, versus like we were in the wintertime trying to get ready for the team competition. You know, the weather's a lot cooler out, so it's easier like after work to go out and bang some shoes out versus like right now. We're starting to get into warmer weather, and we've kind of had a shift in weather where, I mean, it's not 100 degrees, but it's going from 45, 50 degrees to 80 degrees. You know, it's twice it the sucks. temperature. So it's like, it's kind of been the doozy lately, like, you know, trying to get back in the swing of things and prepping it's for hard. a contest. I, I think the springtime, wintertime's nice because it's cool, and so you want to be in the fire. Yeah. It's like it's easy to be out in the shop. The hard mm -hmm. thing about wintertime is it gets dark so goddamn early. So you're like. Your motivation kind of gets. If it, if it hits six o'clock and you're like, man, it's almost bedtime. Yeah. That's how I get it. We got to be having dinner and get inside. It's dark out. <laughs> so it's hard to play. 
I have a little bit easier time with that because I'm just kind of a night owl. But it still hits me sometimes where it's like, man, it is dark out. If you have a closed shop, that might be different too because just light in the shop either way. Yep. But springtime evenings when it starts cooling down. Yeah. Like, oh man, like that 8 o'clock mark. It's perfect. If you got the light to do it. Yeah, if you don't got lights or anything, that sucks. It's one thing I got to get set up in my current situation, some oh, lights. Oh, yeah. But. No, but it's, man, if you're just out in like, I, I think I think the springtime at 8 o'clock, is, that's the money time. Yeah, I was kind of. had dinner, uh, you walk out there with a beer. Huh. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> it's been something that's been on my mind quite a bit lately is like thinking about like, God dang, it would have been better to maybe pick going to Fort Worth or something, you know, when you're prepping into going into <laughs> yeah. colder weather versus like now we're ramping up towards summer. And, uh, you know, another thing that goes through my mind is like New Mexico is at elevation and it also never fails. I remember like going out to like Edgewood before Chris Madrid's and after being out there a couple of days, by the last day I was getting nosebleeds because of the dry weather. <laughs> yeah. You know, dude, like, that's what I was thinking. And it's like it's either gonna be wicked cold or, or hot. wicked hot, or even worse, the wind is blowing like a witch, yes, yeah. rolling through <laughs> the place. Like, yeah, that's I mean, what I was thinking. It's like you almost need to practice in the heat of the day here. Yeah, to prep. That's what I've been thinking ready. about. You know, just slugging it out and just suck suffering through it. Dude, that heat will wipe a guy out. Yeah. I'll That's, never forget Madison will do that to you. I'll never forget uh Kissimmee, Florida, however many years ago. And it was when I was living in Texas, so like I'd already been there through the summer and I was like, Oh yeah, I can take humidity now. Yeah, I'm a champ. <laughs> oh dude. And like we got to Kissimmee and like holy fuck, that was gnarly. Like super gnarly. And it wasn't even hot that day. Dude. I went there to do a clinic, not because to, uh, I don't even know where I was, man. Southern Florida, though, I know that. I And I was down there with Marcus Wise, TJ Seal areas. And <clears throat> I remember, like, each, at home, even in the summertime, you just leave the house with a hoodie on. In the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the morning, house kind of cold. You got a hoodie on. You walk outside. Like, usually we got to, like, there. turn the heat on in our truck in the morning first thing. Yeah. Like you take, you take your hoodie off in the summer, even in the summertime, when you're like after the first foot. You trim the first foot, and before you top dress it, pop your hoodie off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. <clears throat> well, I, I get, I'm in Florida, and like I got there the night before, so I didn't really know or anything. <clears throat> and then that morning, I woke up and I just put on a sweatshirt. His house was AC and everything. And I remember walking out that door and it hitting me like a hammer. Just like, whoa. Oh, dude. It's like a wall. Yeah, I was like, I gotta go change. Like, this sweatshirt's gotta leave right now. Yeah, I'm gonna die today. Like, this is. I am not ready to be working in this at home. This is called a river day. Yeah, (laughs) you don't work on these days. That was like fuck last summer when I came to your house and we were making hammers and like it was like the hottest day we had all fucking year too. Dude, we had to stop. Yeah, we would have died. 
we, <laughs> we stopped midday. Like I, we we're like, I, I won't, I won't forget Ashley's face. And I was like, do you guys want to go to the Creek? And she's like already getting up. She's like, yeah, let's get out of here. We gotta go. We could have been doing nothing. You ask her that and she gets that face. Dude, yeah. It's like it was, asking a dog to go for a ride in a car. <laughs> your cameras were stopping nonstop because they were getting too hot. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, and like, even worse. Oh, yeah, your hammer. I have the worst foraging area for a hot shop. <laughs> Cooks. You could it step has... out of that little area, and it was, like, 10 degrees cooler. Dude, that hammer becomes a freaking radiator. It is yeah. just blowing hot air out of it. And it's it's just nice for the wintertime, I'd reckon, huh? Love it. Yeah. It's, dude, it's, I hate the summer. I'm, I'm it's... so ready for the summer to be over. Spring it hasn't even spring started. Hunt, spring hunting season's over. I'm ready for fall. Let's yeah. just kick it right into September. <laughs> <laughs> well, before too long, it's going to get there. I can't wait, man. I can't wait yeah. at all. Yep. So you got you got Edgewood coming up. How's practice going for you? Uh, it's going. I've kind of been just trying to... Uh, kind of something that I've been trying to take from... What we talked about with Carl, actually, was he would just say he'd focus on one shoe a day or whatever that evening. So basically yep. kind of what I've been doing is just focusing on just building that couple of shoes, you know, build a couple of the same ones each night or whatever that I go out there. But, it's kind of nice, too. That shoe list isn't too crazy. No, it's not. The only thing I haven't made is... Uh, the draft hind but since we just got done making a bunch of those i was gonna wait till i get is together it, it's an ag heel huh yeah it's just got a mass lit clip and it's a left hind well that's kind of nice that's kind of what i thought Literally. <laughs> yeah so just gotta that, yeah that is legit for you <laughs> that works out at least like yeah. for your practice regimen like you'll still have to practice it up but yeah, I'm gonna get together with Troy here shortly, so we're gonna Old make some of those. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> got a team guy coming over. <laughs> yeah, trying to get some two man stuff basically done. You know. Yeah, that's one of the hardest parts about practicing, especially for us especially when near people. He asked me. He said, uh, "He's like, you want to get together? The two man class is hard by yourself." It's like. Yes, doesn't make me feel so bad. <laughs> Especially him, dude. He'll practice those two. He's young, classes. dude. And just get to whipping on him. He doesn't even care even a little bit. Yeah, I but dude, I can't lot, believe man. he can still bump two inches into a toe in one fucking heat. Crazy. Just <laughs> fucking and, crazy. And he's like tall enough too that he just like can just hang back and just get to dude. crack it in there. We're I short. Like a, I feel like a midget every time I go to bump. I'm like. That's what exactly goes through my mind. He's like, "Why am I so short? I feel like a T Rex right now." Yeah. <laughs> got big going? head, little arms. Oh man, it's like I'm gonna start wearing platform shoes just to bump, kick them off afterwards. I think about that from time to time. But get, yeah. get some moon shoes. Do you remember those from when we were kids? Moon shoes? Oh, they were the ones with the lights every time you'd step, or no, something they different. They were like these big boxes that had bungees in them. They're like trampolines for your shoes that you just like strapped no. into these things. You could bounce up and down with them. No. The oh, only dude, thing I can think of racket. is like the the Heelys with the wheels in them. Dude, Heelys, and then there was uh, soaps. 
Remember, soaps, soaps had are. soaps had the slick middle part of your shoes, so you could grind with them. No, <laughs> I don't oh. think I'd ever seen them. Oh, the nineties. <laughs> I'm also uh, thinking of like the moon boots, you know, the Michael Jackson and whatever moon boots, or Napoleon Dynamite, what he wore. Oh, the plastic ones. Yeah, dude, my <laughs> aunt wore those. No shit. She wore them all the time. <laughs> like, I, and like, even I remember being a kid, like. Those are the dumbest things I have ever seen. It's the like, funny thing is, is like, like broken ski boots. They're like the plastic version of Uggs these days or whatever, you know? Oh, dude. And people fucking still wear them. I hate Uggs, too. Just not kidding. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> my, uh, my fucking uh, household moccasins are Uggs, but got those as a gift. Like t- boot style? No, just the moccasins I wear. They're like a regular moccasin. Yeah, but that has happened okay. to be Ugg brand. That's but okay. That's I got them as a gift. I never would have bought them myself. God knows. But if because... you were walking around with boot Uggs, oh shit! Could you imagine? This, we'd have to cancel the podcast. It'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have to be over, man. Sorry. I just show up next time wearing Ugg boots and Ugg gloves or something. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. Those poly- like, <laughs> your headphones would be the white puffy ones. Yeah, they got Ugg on them. You're like, dude, don't even get out of your truck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're through. We're getting, yeah. we're getting a podcast divorce. Get out. <laughs> Turn around. I don't care that you just drove five and a half hours to get down here. Leave. Sai <laughs> would probably Leave. bite you. Probably. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you wearing on your feet? You got rabbits on your feet? I'll kill those fuck for is you. Fuck that shit. Don't worry, I'll get them. <laughs> I will save you from whatever the fuck is on your feet. Well, I think... Uh... Some I think we should do is shout out some of the uh, events and contests that are coming up here. That's what I was just going, dude. That is mind reader. I know. First thing off the top of my mind is something that's local to us in the Northwest is the uh, the Northwest Invitational that Jake Engler and Jeff Engler are coming up to judge um, in Deer Park, Washington. And this that is the second year of that, right? Yeah, this is the second year, but it's also part of the Triple Crown that Washington or whatever's doing. Where they had the first one at Chehalis. The first one's done. Done. Yeah. Who's the judge of the first one again? Carl? Carl. That's right. Missed that. And then Jeff and Jake are judging this one, which will be kind of cool. We had Jake on here already. Yep. And last year, I think uh, it was Mark Leisure. And Brian Nelson. Yes, Brian Nelson. That's how I was like, I could picture him. For some reason, his, his name has just slipped me for a second. Yep. No, yep. that's a good one. What we can? Did you already say what weekend that was? Uh, I don't necessarily remember the dates, but it's June. I have them. It is July 28th, oh. 29th, and 30th. Yep. You were so close, Gavin. So if close. you do come to that, make sure you bring a pop-up tent because it is hot there that time of year. Anything else guys need? Or is it like, is there stations available at You got to bring or? stations. Gotta bring a station and recommended to bring a popped up tent to give yourself some shade. That'd be a good one. People won't want to miss that one. Uh, while we are on the Jake Engler topic, Jake Engler is also going to be judging a contest for the Indiana Barriers Association mid October. And so, that yeah, that should like be pretty it's good. Be a pretty dang good one for them. Jake's a hot topic this year. 
He is. We And if you want to know more about Jake and maybe a little bit of insights to him, uh, we did a podcast with him a little while yeah, back. Yeah, quite so a few months could, ago. Yep. Yeah, you go back and you could listen to that. Another one that we got coming up, and this, we just want to do these so people can get the word out. You know, you always hear about people like, oh, man, I didn't know about that contest. I didn't know about this one. So it's like hopefully we can just throw these out here and somebody might hear this so they didn't see the Facebook post because Facebook kind of uh, – Besides what you're going to see or not see, you know, so. Yeah, and if you're in a group or something, ones. you might yeah. not be in that group that it gets posted in or whatever. Yeah, and so you just miss a post sometimes. So hopefully someone hears these ones and you guys can get out and go meet some people. That is the best way to grow as a horseshoer. It's Expand just your like, horizon. You just got to you gotta go out and meet some people and go do something. All right, Southern Fairies Association. Event is free. No fucking God reason damn. for you not to go. Even if so, if you're a broke ass young horseshoe, free and lunch is provided. Oh shit! You can't be that. You can't be it with a stick. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot beat that. Presented by Adam Farr. We did a good again, man. Podcast. Dude, that was a good one. We did good a episode. good podcast. With Adam Farr. Adam Farr is a good friend. Great, great guy and handy. Handy. Super handy. He's been on the AFT before. He's been on the WCB team. Man, striker of the year. He's from Arkansas. All, maybe you'll get some good advice on how to raise your kids. He's a good good dad. So, man, you guys should probably go to that one. And we got Cody's with the Inland. What do we got? TPFA has got an event coming up with in August. With Nigel Fennel. Nigel. That's a dope one. Wait a second. That's at Jim Poor Shop. In Tuscola. If I was you, if I was in the vicinity, I might go to this one. I'm not even damn close. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty sick. A special trip. At Jim Poor Shop. If Jim Clinic. opens his doors, you should go. Yeah, anytime. If Jim just says, you can have coffee here for an hour, and you got to get the hell out of here, you better be there for the hour. Because it yeah. is just a, a magical place, right? Dude, and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a ton of people there, too, because it's Texas. A ton of people. And yeah, that's Texas. If if you are from an outside of Texas and you've never been to a Texas Association clinic, you might want to travel for this one. It's worth it. It's I. They just says save the dates. I don't know how much it is or anything, but I I, I would go to this one. This I'm one's... guessing you probably you might have to be a member. Oh, there probably is like a non-member price too. I'm guessing. There might be. I mean, Nigel is one of the best clinicians I've ever been around. I he bet. can. He doesn't even speak our language fully. He speaks English. <laughs> he speaks correctly English, <laughs> and he's like, but he can put it in the best way for you to understand. Yeah. I am like, I had a tool and folder clinic from Nigel years ago, and I'm still processing it. Like, I'm still pulling information from that. Like, you it was so good. Yeah, you've told me some things about that before. Yeah. Probably multiple times. Like, yeah, it it is. And, and the one of the and like and funny enough, I had that I had that little tool and fuller clinic at Jim Poor's old shop. So that's something that this clinic has going for it too. Is if you get Jim and Nigel going, like Jim's gonna feed N- Nigel, and they're gonna be yeah. bringing up some really really good topics. I think this is. I know I'm going on about about this Which one is, more than the it's helpful one, for in that clinic situation, right? Because like Jim knows what makes a good clinic, right, and what people are gonna benefit. Because like he, yep. He's also going to want to learn himself, but he also might 
somebody in the crowd might be afraid to ask it or shy to ask it, but Jim's going to go out there and ask that question for you. So like, yeah, he'll yell it's just going to get brought up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah that's, it's going to get brought up. Just Jim's stories. Oh, I can't beat him. They are, we got listen, a good glimpse listen, of that on a couple listen episodes. To, yeah, ago too. listen to Jim's been on our podcast twice now, and yep. both of them are gold. They are, <laughs> they are great. All right, and a really big contest coming up that's a good one is the World Clydesdale Show is going to be happening in Ontario. So the World Clydesdale Show, I'm pretty sure, travels all over the world, and they did the last last year in Scotland is where the Clydesdale show was at and oh, they right. put a contest on with it. And so in the Balfour's put that one on, I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure Balfour, Jim Balfour is one of the judges for this one too. Okay. <clears throat> and I, I want to say Mark Milster is the other judge. Oh um, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's yeah, Mark it is. Milster and Jim Balfour, are the judges, two outstanding hands. They have yeah, the a, shoe list looked pretty sick too. Dope. Yeah. Anytime Mark's gonna put a shoe on the list, it seems like you better bring the big guns because it's gonna yeah. be some forging. There was and a he, double caulking in there, and those caulks were like. Was did like, you know? I, did, I think it was a bar shoe that was like made out of one big. inch square. Big. It was yeah. It was one inch draft square. Shoe. <laughs> it was gnarly. <laughs> and it was hammer finished and like sweet. Yeah. That is hard to get that much forging into something and not have it look like hammered poop. Yeah, no shit. That's that's a cool one. Uh, it's a four man team, so you guys got to get them together. It's gonna be July twentieth through the twenty third. Man, even if you were kind of like bashful about it and you're scared, go. Yeah. Go get a team together. It'll be that's a Ontario, great game. you said, right? So I yep, think that's Ontario. Eastern or whatever Canada. And I'll throw it out again, just as uh, I'm doing. I'll be judging and doing a demo in Ontario at their Ontario Fair Conference in september i'm pretty sure it's so that's after september. that yeah so i'll be doing that i gotta finish up the specimens here soon i got a shoe list made i'm pretty sure they already have the shoe list somewhere is this out. the first that it's been announced i think they've announced it already on their page but it's first on here yeah and also, we got the Minnesota Fairies Association contest in July 28th and 29th. That's all the information I got for you. I don't know who's doing That's it. the same time as the Northwest one. So if you're a Northwest guy, come on up here. Or if you're a Midwest guy, go to that one. Or so you could zero come, from, you can come, to the Mid come from the Midwest out to Washington. Either way. You, you have no reason not to be swinging a hammer that weekend. Yep. So, should be getting after it. Another thing, a bunch of people, uh, not a bunch of people, a couple people brought up on the thing, but multiple people liked each one, was you guys want to do another shoe trade. I do have another contest, actually, that got messaged to me. Do you? Oh, it's sweet. It's Southwest Ohio Farriers Association, and it actually has Stan Mullen as the judge. And that's August 4th and 5th, and says, I believe... Each class is shoe a foot and build a specimen. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Stan Mullen will be the open intermediate division judge, and Tom Gable will be the novice division judge. There will be three oh, man. Cool. There will be a three man class, and it's held at the Miami University Equestrian Center in Oxford, Ohio. 
there are Man. Airbnbs and hotels available around Oxford for your let's make your stay pleasurable. <laughs> that I makes it handy. Airbnbs in towns weird me right the fuck out. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, dude, ghetto ass towns. I ain't trying to stay in someone like what if they live next oh, door? Oh, that's like when we dropped uh, Brandon off in Amarillo. We're like ghetto, ghetto, ghetto. Nice house, ghetto, ghetto, ghetto. We're like. It's 11 o'clock at night. We're like, dude, are you sure you want us to like drop you off here? In Amarillo. <laughs> Amarillo, gangster cars around, pit bulls yeah. barking, hooked to chains. It's like, we'll let nope. you out if you want. <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> this yeah. area is not my type of area. No, I, I barely feel safe in a hotel. Thankfully, we had a nice hotel. We had a good one. Yeah, our hotel was pretty sweet. It had homeless people sleeping on the bench out front, but we're from Oregon. Well, that could have just been the... Butch, too. You never know. <laughs> After Butch drank that huge beer. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. It was like an 18-pack or something in a bot, like in a glass. Oh, yeah, that's right. The big... It came in a... It had a poor spout on it. <laughs> it did. It was a tower of beer. Fuck's sake. That <laughs> the thing guy, is The huge. waiter told us at the beginning, he's like... I have to t- legally bring you more cups just so... <laughs> yeah, you can't like, just bring them for one person. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> for just one guy. <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. Man. Also wanted to shout out the WCB is having the 2023 World Championships at Spruce Meadows this year. The winner will take home a never-before-received purse of 75000 Canadian dollars. In the total, there is 136,000 Canadian funds up for grabs. That's quite a bit of quite a bit of money to uh, possibly win at a horseshoeing contest. Like there ain't much out there uh, that you can win like that. But that one will definitely be a pretty tough contest. And yes, it's going to have some of the best of the best there competing. And you know, there's a good reason for that. So there's that one, and then. Also want to shout out for the AFA Cultural Exchange Program. Um, they've got quite a few people going this year. And uh, it's it's like a multi-step process in order to um, be selected for that, I guess, would be the, the right term. But uh, yeah, that would be something that I actually uh, debated on doing it in my younger years. Uh, kind of when I didn't necessarily have a lot of like obligations and responsibilities. And it's kind of one thing I do regret that I wish I would have done. Um, I have heard from other people that have went on that trip, the exchange program, and they did not regret it. So if you're uh, in a position that you could go do the cultural exchange, like that would be a pretty dang good one to go do. So there is a link on the American Ferries page that you can... American Ferries Association uh, website. There's a link to check that out and find all the uh, details in which you can do it. So, yeah. That was excellent. So, I don't. if you guys got some ideas for the shoe trade, <clears throat> we'll kind of try to come up with an idea. It seems like it, it's kind of cool doing ones where there's two divisions almost, like two groups, like a harder shoe. Yeah. And a little bit easier shoe. But it'd be cool to do a shoe that's like in the middle. If a you guys got can... ideas, just put a post on there. Just say the type of shoe and just post it. Post it. And maybe we what can... we'll do is like whichever one's got the most likes or whatever, then we'll 
we'll pick that one. Yeah, we could do another. Uh, we'll put up a survey. We'll try to choose some shoes. If you guys got a different idea for different shoes, throw it out there on the survey. It'll come up. Other people can like your ideas and stuff too. We'll just yeah. start out with like two simple shoes, like with something like a side bone or something. Yeah, something side bone or something that everybody could do. Or man, if you got a crazy idea, try to throw it out there, but might not get that many traits. Three quarter fuller bar shoes, whatever, you know. Journeyman yeah, shoes. shoes could be sweet ones. Whatever. Just get some yeah. people involved and that seems to be a popular thing that people love to do actually. It's trade yeah, shoes. Yeah, I really dig it's one of my my favorite things on the podcast really, is that people like doing it and want to be involved with it. Yeah. Pretty dang sweet. That that's about all I think we got going on really. Uh shout out to Farrier Box. Uh we've had Shannon from Farrier Box get involved with us and that has been great we get to offer you guys a 25 percent off of your first like subscription to the box and mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool deal is it is it's good stuff that's that's the coolest yeah. part about it each time i get one i'm like yeah you get something like cool like in this box <laughs> you know the cool thing is like you could be having like say you're shopping online or whatever and you're like oh maybe i want to try that maybe i want to try that but you never really want to like push through and get it well they're going to send you know you never know if you might get it you might not but you're going to get that item and be like oh god damn they got it for me now i get to try it see if you like it and most of the times there's always they're not so gonna... many options of things of so like this month there was a sandbox well yeah. or, and it was like a foot finishing box well there's like a, there's quite a few of them on the market right now but like yeah. this is the one that we all, that all the top competitors use. This is the good one. So you aren't screwing yeah. around trying to figure out or wasting money on what one back and forth. She gets advice from top top cans. So it's yep. like everything in it is sweet and is what people are actually using. You're not so gonna like, get some hokey pokey equipment. No, this one came like it. it this last Dial. box was perfect for this time of year. It had. Yeah sweet finishing system you make horses look really nice came loaded with all the sandpaper that you would need on it and the mm-hmm. correct stages and it came with a little extra magic pad that oh the trizac yeah and so that's kind of been the trizac's almost even been a little bit of a hidden thing that a lot of people don't talk about because it puts that's that what, extra finish on those feet that's what so, we missed that there at the old contest <laughs> we had no idea about tri- and it's like we've been talking to everybody and you're still like this never came up in conversation, but now you got Tom, a Trizac. Tom did tell me, but I, I didn't know where to get it from, so that's ah, why I bummers. didn't get it. It's the way it goes. It, that's definitely not the reason we didn't win. But no, it's definitely not, but it's one of those Trizac things you're like, I wish I had it. Back, but no, it I wish I had sweet. it, though. I wish it I would have had it. Sweet. But then it came with some sweet, it came with a nice sandbox, came with some sweet Kevin Bacon's hoof dressing, which is actually really nice hoof dressing. Doesn't it yeah. make things look greasy? Soaks into the foot really nice. Looks good. And, and the good came, trick is to do uh, put it on the end of your sanding sponge, right? Yep. You get a worn out sanding sponge, getting all chunked up. Put a little bit on there, especially this time of year. You not? I've had my hands goes a long up way. Messed up and cut my cut the crap out of my thumb with a hoof knife. So keep it on the sponge. Keep it just a little bit. It, a little bit goes a long way. Like literally, you get a little bit on there. And it'll last for multiple, multiple horses. Mm-hmm. And then cooler. it had a sweet cooler. Like, it fits a six-pack in it <laughs> perfectly. A yeah. six-pack and an ice pack. Of soda. 
soda, road sodies. <laughs> Six of the pack road of sodies. soda. <laughs> it was great. And then it had a sweet air freshener because we all smell like ass this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's rechargeable. You could put, it's just a little air, you know, you go, you go into a public restroom and they got the little bottle of air spray, spray it on your car air freshener. Bam. Is that how that works? Yeah, dude. Oh, fucking A. Decent. What? Yeah, it's cool. That's what I'm saying. It was a cool, and it came with my favorite candies ever. The fruit Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. Those are good. That was top Those on the are good. Cherry on the whole cake right there. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Barrier box. 25%. We don't get a kick of it even, but it's cool. You guys get a percentage off, so it's awesome that we can offer you guys a little bit of money savings and it supports somebody in our industry that's trying to do a cool thing for us. So yep. get involved with it. Yep. Do it. All right, everybody. We appreciate you. Sorry that we were a little bit behind, and but we're here. We're still here for you. Busy, 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 but we'll be on it. Speaking of. Everybody else get back to work, too. Go get in the shop. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. See ya.